Fran fam, what's going on? Listen, before we start this podcast episode, I have a very, very small favor to ask of each and every single one of you guys. I appreciate the support that all of you have been showing for the podcast up until this point, but we want to try and get these episodes out to as many people as possible. And how we do that on the audio side is by leaving a review and dropping a five-star rating. So if you've been a consistent listener of the pod, please, before we get this episode started, it only takes a couple of seconds, leave a review. It could be a two-word, three-word, four-word review or just leave a rating do something to get the word out so that we can get the marvin francois show to more listeners moving forward outside of that love you guys appreciate the support but without further ado let's get into this episode the main thing we realize that a lot of people need is money right like we can show them how to buy houses we show them get good deals but at the end of the day you can't buy houses for free but what you can do is use somebody else's money to buy it so once we realized that we kind of pretty much put a poll out and then that's when we got into okay let's figure out how we can import the funding and show people how to get funded. Because once you got the money now, cause finding the deals with our methods, not hard at all. Right. It's getting the money part, but now we brought in different strategies, different techniques, different banks where the, getting the money is like 24 hours. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Marvin Francois Show, your number one source for all things business, finance, and investing. And today huh, is a very special day because we are gonna be teaching y'all how to fund your freedom in 2023. I'm extremely excited to get into it, but before we do that, y'all already know the drill. Listen, take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here, right now to just go ahead and show this episode some love. But without further ado, I'm here with not one, not two, but three high-level entrepreneurs, Smitty the Goat, Ramel Newells, aka Young Mogul, and my guy Derek Boone. What's going on, family? How y'all? What's going on, How you doing? Listen, blessing, highly favored, better now, and I'm talking to y'all, man. 100%. 100%. Listen, I'm extremely excited to have y'all on. Obviously, Ramel, you're a a TMFS alumni, but you know, Smitty's new to the show, Boone is new to the show, and yeah. I'm excited to give these people the game, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm extremely excited to have y'all on here. Of course, we're going to get into all that, but before we do that, Ramel, you already know the drill. I'm going to get y'all accustomed to it. If y'all don't already know, just take a second to let the people know who y'all are, where you're from, what you do, and how you guys start. Smitty, you can go. Yeah, I'm, my hometown in Chicago, so I'm Kenny Smith, better known on the internet as Smitty the Goat, uh, deep in the credit, business credit field, and funding field. I want to teach them all the game today about that. Love it. Love it. Yes, sir. Ramel, the young mogul, commercial real estate investor, commercial real estate, uh, self-storage credit expert. That's what we do all day long. There you go. First, I want to say, I like you, man. I like how you introed everything. I appreciate style, it, brother. Yeah. All good energy. Thanks. Uh, Derek Boone, pretty much everybody calls me Boone. Uh, Philadelphia, real estate investor, real estate coach, and we teach people how to buy houses, use other people's money. I love it. I love it. So as y'all all know, and as they're getting accustomed to, we're here to talk about how to fund your freedom. That's heavy. You understand? You don't don't just say something like that and not back it up. And that's exactly what we're here to do. How exactly did the Fund Your Freedom Challenge come to be? Talk to me a little bit about that. The first thing. Oh, go ahead. ahead. The first thing we like to, uh, you know, resemblance is collaboration over competition. Mm -hmm. So that's the first piece. And then you go ahead. Yeah, so pretty much it kind of started him and I. We put together a class a while ago. It was a two-day class and just strictly showing how to do residential real estate and how to do commercial real estate. So I'm an expert in commercial, I mean, residential, we expert in commercial. So what happened was we had a lot of people that needed, what's the, the main thing we realized that a lot of people need is money. Right. Like we can show them how to buy houses, we show them get good deals, but at the end of the day, you can't buy houses for free. But what you can do is use somebody else's money to buy them. So once we realized that, we kind of pretty much put a poll out, and then that's when we got into, okay, let's figure out how we can import the funding and show people how to get funded. Because once you got the money now, because finding the deals with our methods is not hard at all. Right. It's getting the money part. But now we brought in different strategies, different techniques, different banks where the, getting the money is like 24 hours. 
Gotcha. 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 And that's ultimately how this challenge came to be. Talk to me a little bit about what the challenge is for those who don't know. So pretty much the challenge is a five-day class. Well, it's really six days, but they'll find that out when they sign up. Mm -hmm. That's like a little bonus day. And we literally go for the first three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, strictly in the funding. So we're showing you how to build your credit profile up so then we can go and get you business credit. And then we can also slide in some personal credit as well because it's a good to balance the both of them. So our whole real goal is to get you fifty to $100,000 between those first three days. Mm. Then on Thursday and Friday, we get into how to find deals, how to execute the deals, and then hopefully, which we have done these challenges in the past, where we got people one point something million dollars that same week. But also the main thing is we got people under contract on properties. Obviously, you can't close on a house in five days, but we can get you under contract on a property. So that way, 30 days later, you're closing on a property. So now in that same week, ain't nobody else doing this. Let's mm -hmm. just be honest. Right. In that same week, you get a hundred thousand dollars in credit business credit. Then on top of that, we're getting you a prop. Not we're getting you a property, but we're helping you find a property and get under contract. All in that same week, like it's nothing else out there more powerful than that. Goodness gracious, being honest. Listen, I'm excited at an episode just getting started, bro. Yeah, this man. is this is phenomenal. Yeah. So you know, like you said, this is the fun your freedom challenge, right? And and obviously, before they get to the real estate and everything else, we got to talk funding. Yeah, we 100%. we we got we got to get them to the bag 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 so they can go out and run up that real estate bag, right? So let, let's let's dive into that, Smitty. Ain't nobody on the planet better than him. Man. <laughs> Say that say that again, man. Ain't nobody on the planet better than that. Listen, man, Smith, he, he he talked up a big game. I got I gotta see if you can yeah. back it up. Let's let's talk funding. We call it we call it other people's money. That's what we like to call it. Okay. Leverage. Oh, love it. Love it. So let's talk leverage then, because right, that's the name of the game, especially in this game of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get business funding. Okay. Right. And everywhere I look, I look high and I look low. People talking about business funding, but I also hear that when it comes to getting the business getting on the business side, we gotta make sure the personal side's right first, right? Yeah. So when it comes to business funding, talk to me a little bit about why is having good personal credit essential. Yeah, so for most time, when we're trying to get big limits, right, they're going to ask you to do a, what's called a personal guarantor. Okay. So when you go in these banks and you're trying to get these business credit cards for high limits, they're going to look at your personal credit too. So if your personal credit is bad, it's more than likely you're not going to be able to get approved. So we got to take care of that first. So we got to mm -hmm. make sure we got both together. So uh, when it comes to your personal credit, it has to be built properly how the banks want you to build it. If it's not built how they want you to build it, then you're not going to be able to get access to the high limits. So a lot of people may see the small limits, like $500, $700, $1,000, and they're wondering, well, why can't I get these high limits? Right. Most of the time it's because the credit report is not on point. Mm. Uh, and we got to stop looking at the credit score. So I have seen people, I got a $750, why am I getting declined? Or why am I getting $500? It's because you're not building out the, the personal credit side properly. Mm -hmm. So the banks care about the report, not the score. So we got to always remember that. Got you. So let's talk a little bit more about the report. If I if I don't know nothing about credit, mm -hmm. right, what does my credit report need to look like? Because like you just said, it's not about the score, it's about the report. Yep. What does the proper credit report structure look like in order for me to go get that bag, bag, bag? Talk to me about so that. So this is how I position mine. So I, was, I would say you have, need to have less than 10% utilization on your credit card. Okay. So a lot of y'all got to stop maxing out these credit cards. We got to pay our personal debt down. Um, right. We got to have Thanks. multiple different accounts. Uh, but different accounts. So somebody, it, you can't go in the bank and have just only one type of account. You got to have different. So what I mean by that is we can have some credit cards. We can have maybe like an auto loan. We can probably have some installment loans, store cards, secure cards, or, you know, mortgage. Whatever we got to do, we got to get different type of account, which makes the mixture good, which makes it stronger. Gotcha. Okay, so then you got to have, um, you got to have history. So some of us may have just started credit or some of us don't have accounts that's been open for long periods of time. Right. So you need accounts that's been open for long periods of time or we can utilize different strategies to enhance our history as well. Uh, we can't have no negatives. So, so some people think they can slide by with a little medical bill that's $80. No, <laughs> you can't. Uh, we don't need no collections, no derogatory marks, no late payments, no bankruptcies, 
none of the negative things. You know, the banks does not like anything negative. So let's just put ourselves in a position before we even go into banks, you know, to even, you know, try to apply with something bad on there. Let's clean a clean slate. So you got a clean slate, you got 10 accounts, you got less utilization, you know, and then less inquiries. So they don't want you to have over probably two inquiries, three inquiries. If you want to keep it below three inquiries, you're going to be in a good spot too. So if you can position your credit report like that, that will put you in a good position to not go get the bag. I love it. I want to add, wait, before, because you said a lot of stuff, but it's not, just make it clear, it's not as hard as people think to clean up your credit. Because I don't want people to watch this like, well, damn, I don't got all of that, so it's just chalk for me. Like, it's not that hard to really clean up your whole credit report. Yeah, and I, and I want to add to that too, right? Because also, yeah, you, like to get the most funding, like you said, you want to make sure you're in position. Right. But during our five-day challenge, we're going to even show you, even if you have bad credit, right? Mm. So there's backdoor methods where if you have bad credit, you can still be able to get funded. Mm. So just to throw, throw something out there for everybody that's watching this, right? We have a list of subprime lenders mm. where these banks specifically lend to people that have less than you know good credit. But you can actually go to these lenders and go get a, some capital to start. And now you can start to get creative to pay down your utilization, go do a secure business line of credit, play different things. And now go through the backdoor method and still get ahead. So this is for everybody to know, even if your situation is not here yet, yeah. right, you still can get it done. There's literally no excuses. I and it don't take that long. Uh, yeah. We literally can position your credit report like this in 30 to 60 days, 30 days. If You, you can literally do all these in one day. Mm -hmm. If you want to position your credit report in one day too. So it don't take, it's not a long process either you just gotta know what to do and how to do it and we're gonna give you the exact blueprint exact listing i love it i love it so now on the on the building outside right we know what a properly structured credit report is supposed to look like right mm -hmm. but let's say i'm trying to figure out all right man i want to i want to build my credit report out even more because you were su suggesting 10 accounts mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. what are some different accounts that i could apply for to really bolster my credit report to make it as strong as it needs to be got you uh so the ones i like to do the number one i like to do is the rent so rental karma boom and uh, rent reporters this will allow you to get an account that you can backdate. It's better to get accounts that you can backdate off the bat to get put on your credit report than something that's brand new. So uh, I like to use those. I like to use installment loans uh, with different companies. So the one we like to do, a pledge loan with Navy. So that's mm -hmm. my favorite one. Pledge, Navy will allow you to put your own money in the savings accounts and then get a loan with the bank. And then you can use their money to now establish a $1,000 account. But what we do is we take the money from Navy. We pay it back off 90%. Now you got 90% paid off. Installment loan reported on your credit. So that's like another type of account. And we got multiple different credit units that allow you to do that as well. So we got uh, the normal ones, credit builder ones, credit strong, kickoff, and things like that you can utilize too just to be able to start building it out properly. Um, some other one, good ones we do, uh, we can use authorized user trade lines too if we need to, uh, we was talking about history earlier. Uh, so if you got a parent, you got a, a friend, or a cousin, or a grandma, somebody that got good credit, we can start adding people on as authorized users to credit cards so that you can be able to gain history as well. Um, but it's a lot of different type of accounts that we can get to build to be able to build out our report as well. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, so now we know what a properly structured credit report looks like. Mm -hmm. We built our credit report out. Credit report strong. I'm saying strong, 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 right? Now we can now take that same personal credit report that we built out and now leverage it to not looking at getting a business funding, right? But yeah. wait. You know, you know, and you know, we all know it's still a process to this, right? Mm -hmm. So we can't just go run into the bank and say, hey, give me 100K in business funding, yeah. right? Let's talk a little bit about structure, right, on the business side of things. If I'm looking to get business funding, right, my personal credit report is where it need to be. We took care of that. What is my business? How do I need to structure my business in a way so I can go out and get that back? Right. So uh, you want to structure your business just as well as Nike or Jordan or Best Buy. Uh, a lot of us do things wrong when we come to setting up our business. So when it comes to getting a business email when it comes to getting a business address. Mm. 
The business email is not your business name at gmail.com or at yahoo.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's your business name.com. The domain has to say your name. You have to purchase this thing. Uh, when you run a business, it costs to be the boss, right? So you got to pay for these things. Uh, your phone number is not you getting a second cell phone number and saying, this is my business line. No, a business line is you obtaining a 1-800 number and getting a business phone number, you know? So Because it, it matters when we are applying for things in these applications, what we're putting on these applications. It looks better and you look more presentable to the bank if you got a business phone number. Business email, business address, this as well. I, let, I see a lot of people doing home addresses. I see people do P.O. boxes before. They absolutely hate P.O. boxes. Don't ever, ever, ever do that. That's a fact. So uh, you getting a business address will position, once again, it's positioning you in the right way. When we apply for these things, you look the best on paper, incredible, just as well as a big business. So we want to do that as well. Um, the business name is important. Uh, a lot of people may pick and choose this cool name, but when we go into banks, it's risky. So uh, one time I, I learned this lesson on my own. I had like a credit repair business and then I put credit repair in my business name. I go to the bank to try to go get the, the bag from the banks and they're denying me and they're saying, based off your business name, this industry is, is risky. Dang. So we can't even lend you money. Mm -hmm. So I learned from my mistake and I want to give y'all the game on from my experience is that make the name of your business general. You know, uh, I like to keep it smooth and easy. Last name enterprises or last name solutions, you mm. know, to just keep it easy for everybody to just create them business name. Don't think too hard on it. Just create it properly. How the banks want you to keep it general so that they don't be, you know, messing with you on the side of that. Um, and uh, you should be pretty good. I want to second what he said. So the banks don't, the P.O. box, all that stuff, don't do that because I actually, I actually had a bank that Google Maps one of my buildings. Mm. But the good thing about it was it was my building. So, you know, on Google Maps, it says the house maybe from 2018, 2017. They actually sent a screenshot picture and emailed it to me and said, how are you doing business here? This is a abandoned building. Yeah. I had to send them a picture of what it looked like. Now we had rehabbed the whole building. It was a commercial mixed-use building. And I sent the picture there. It was like, oh, okay, we, okay, sorry. But what I realized was, oh, y'all really be doing your research. Oh, yeah, yeah. They really sent me an email with a picture of Google Maps, but I say, if you look at the date, it say 2018 on it. Like, this is 20, at this time, it was like 2020. So now, they was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, and then everything went through right after that. Gotcha. You also want to uh, create your online presence. This may be big, too, since you just said that. Yeah. Um, website. Um, getting your business operating online so that if someone were to search it on Google, something like that, you pop up, getting your Google panel, listening on 411. These things also can gain you more presence to uh, instant approvals. Do y'all know the reason why people don't get instant approvals? It's because the system isn't systemizing all your information uh, right away. So if they can't find your business address or they can't find websites, it's like this business may not be less pinned so if everything is aligned online, everything is aligned with IRS, everything aligned like that, that's how we put ourselves in a position to get instant approval. So well. Mm -hmm. And this stuff don't cost a lot. Mm -hmm. Like you literally can go to GoDaddy, buy a website, right. pay for it for up to three years, get support at lastnameenterprise.com, and you might pay $40 for three years, $30, $20, that's $50 it. at the most. Yeah. We spend more money on that, on drinks, on food. Or, <laughs> yeah. Should I spend more money on food if I came here? <laughs> and this is why, again, we do the five-day challenges, bro, because mm -hmm. they see us on the gram and we doing trips and we buying houses and all these things. Like, damn, it took them so long to do it, right? So we said, we're going to do something for five days at a much affordable price and show you how in five days you get your LLC on day one, day two, you fund it. Mm -hmm. So don't overthink it. It's like, yo, I go get the LLC if I properly structure all on that same day. You get the website the same day, like we said. Get the email, fax number, everything. You can do that the same, same exact day. day. 
and literally going to the bank the next day and go get funded. Mm -hmm. So you holding off on you being able to reach that goal. You holding off on you being able to spend time with your family. You holding off on so many things because you stuck thinking about, damn, it's going to take me too long to do it. So I know this episode's been going crazy. My guy Smitty been going to the fun. I'm about to get into the residential real estate. And my brother's about to get into the commercial real estate. But what I want you to do is pause this episode right now. And I want you to go ahead and get your car and join the Let's Fund Your Freedom Challenge. This episode was only an hour and a half long. But imagine you had the same hour and a half for another five to six days. All the game you guys are getting right now, imagine for six days straight. So again, pause this episode. Go get your car. Go to letsfundyourfreedom.com and join VIP. Let's get it. You got to get him started. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he, he, he ready to go. Because I want you to know, like, we need to move now. We gotta have, we gotta move with a sense of urgency, bro. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yo, this is good. This is getting really, really good, right? So, like you said, it's a matter of making sure our business is structured like a Nike, like a Best Buy, yeah. like all these different companies, 100%. right? We don't just want to have no ragtag business. You know, my business fly at gmail.com, not gonna work. Yeah. Business phone number 516-22, not gonna work, right? Nah. We want to have a structure from top to bottom, right? Yeah. So after we finish doing that. Another thing I hear a lot of people talk about within the funding space, building relationships, right? Mm -hmm. That's another mm -hmm. big key part in terms of getting access to capital that we need to leverage and, and, and invest in some of these assets. Talk a little bit about that. I, I got my personal credit right. Yeah. I structured my business the way it needs to be structured. What do I need to do to form relationships with these banks to put myself in the best position possible to maximize on my funding? Right. So it's, uh, it's about it's relationships. So um, cool thing about like if you're getting a challenge and stuff like that. You start getting around people who have resources already. That's mm -hmm. the easiest way. Mm -hmm. So if I come into a group of people, they give me a direct resource. This is who I use. You know, you get it that way. But uh, another cool way you can do is you can really go and do this yourself too. Go directly in the bank where you want to get funded from. You go sit down with a bank rep that pushes through maybe business line of credit, business credit cards, credit cards and things like that. And you build a relationship with them. You literally go down and sit with them, meet them, shake their hand, you know, give them your name and say you want to build a relationship with them. You want to uh, know more, more about their products and can you get their contact, take their card, you give them your card and then you build a relationship like that. And over time, you know, as you you know communicate with them, you can build that relationship as well. But uh, usually the way I do it is I like to like get them from different people who are already have like reps in their, you know, back pocket. Mm -hmm. So if I get my friend Mel, like, okay, if you, I seen you go to Bank of America, you got 20,000, who are the person that you push through with? And then, you know, I get that contact from him. Or if I have to go build a relationship with a bank, I'll go in there myself and build my own relationships if I have to. But uh, a lot of people don't know that the way to get higher limits is not to apply online like everybody else, but to go inside the bank and push gotcha. your application through. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the one of the biggest keys that people do online when they just seeing all us getting this money online is I'm just going to apply for that bank you said online. Uh, that may not be the best way to get the highest limit possible because if you had a direct lender, you know, that pushes through your app, it's a way better approval rate. Got you. Yeah. So, so now go, going even deeper into that, right? If I'm trying to build out a, a funding sequence more so on the business mm -hmm. side, are there any banks that you would personally recommend? Because, you know, there are banks galore, yeah. right, yeah. all over the place. There's Chase, Bank of America, PNC, yeah. Key Bank, Truist. I could yeah. go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. What are some of the top banks that we should be looking at as as entrepreneurs that are looking to build our business funding yeah. portfolio, right, to get that bag, bag, bag? Talk a little bit about that. I just seen two people get uh, over $100,000 limits on Chase now. So Chase now allows you to get up to $150,000 on your business credit card. Dang. So uh, my guy had just got 100000 and my other guy just got 150000 on their Chase business credit card. Crazy. So right now, that's the big big winner right now, uh, Chase. Uh, I like to go to NASA, uh, NASA Federal Credit Union. They'll give you ten to 20000 I like to go to DCU. Okay. DCU will allow you to get um, a bigger bag. Uh, so I, I also like to apply for these strategically. 
So when I say these banks, I already know in my brain which bureau they pull from. So the bureau is Experion, Equifax, and TransUnion. I know which one they pull from already. So I'm strategically setting these up as well. So we got to keep that in mind. But um, we all know about Navy. But uh, everybody talk about Navy on the personal side. But mm-hmm. a lot of people don't talk about Navy on the business side. And they got a goal rewards business credit card that allow you to get up to, I think, believe, eight, eighty to $100,000 <laughs> with that one business credit card. Damn. And if you are, I'm pretty sure everybody building a relationship with Navy, mm. let's mess with the business side as well. Don't just focus on the personal side, mess with the business side. Um, but uh, Bank of America is a cool bank. They allow you to get two business credit cards with one inquiry. So now we can optimize two approvals with one inquiry. That's blessing. You know, 2020 you might get 40 from one bank. PSECU, PSECU's most of my students been getting anywhere from thirty to fifty thousand. So they're going in, they're getting a credit card for twenty thousand, and they might get a line of credit for thirty thousand. One inquiry, uh, and we might get an auto loan. So uh, mm. we can we can um, position our sequences, you know, as we get familiar with the banks. Uh, I like to give my exact funding sequence that I use to get people access to hundreds, two hundred thousand dollars. So in our challenge, I'm gonna give y'all my exact ones. Like you can have my whole blueprint, and I'm gonna give mm. you some access to my reps directly at the bank that can push through your applications. So we're going to make sure they're good across the board 100%. So I want to add to that, right? So the moral of the story, what he's saying is really the shortcut to that is getting the room. Because right? <laughs> right. now I got to try to go to the bank and see what they pull from. And now yeah. I'm beating up my credit in the process of trying to figure it out. But I can just get in the room and say, yo, Smitty, give me your, give me your secret lenders list, right? right. Yeah. Tell me your top 10 banks that's giving out the most money, right? right? So these are the things that we're going to be breaking down. You know what I'm saying? It so literally make no sense. To yeah. honest, you, you just caught me on something. Yeah. It make no sense to go ahead and try to figure it out on your own. When you're like, all right, let me be a part of this. Yeah. And let me just go to the exact places. If you notice, a lot of the places, people he was talking about and the stuff that I'm going to get into is all success based off of what we already done. Right. So I believe in just copying and pasting. Mm-hmm. Like copy and paste, a lot of my success happened so fast because I just found somebody that was already doing it. I'm like, all right, where did you go? What did you say? What did you do? One of the main things I always do is I call somebody before I do anything. I'm about to book a flight. Yo, who do you book with? Because you always flying around. Who right. You, you always cheap numbers. I'm copying and paste. Yo, who you get your material from? Let me do this. Yo, who'd you just pull from? Do this. So we just trying to figure out your own really don't make no sense. I get it. People want to just try to, you know, let me figure it out on my own just out of pride or just out of, I don't know what the hell it is. But <laughs> just like it don't make no sense. I'm about to really go crazy on Talk to me. Talk to me. I told you. Because this is like, for real, it's like like hearing what you're saying is like, yo, we got more pride than money. Mm -hmm. We got ego, and that's what's holding us back, right? Because we don't want to, yo, boom, how could you help me out? Smitty, how can you help Mogul? Like, I see what you're doing. Can you teach me? Mm -hmm. So if you see somebody that's at the destination where you want to go, you should be willing to do whatever it takes, pay them whatever amount so that you can shortcut your process. Right. They say, oh, if you smart, you learn from your mistakes, but if you wise, you learn from the mistakes of others. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So you want to make sure, how could I fast track my process? Mm-hmm. How could I get around the loopholes that you did and what you fell from, and I'm going to go out there and really get to it a go faster. And it's opportunity cost. Yeah. Like, if you if you link with him, right, and he show you how to make $2,000 a month, mm-hmm. boom, right, at the end of the year, it was at 24, and he says just pay for this $500, $1,000, and you can start doing this next month. But you're like, I'm going to YouTube and figure this out, and I'm finally going to figure out my right. eight. How much money did you really just lose? Right. All in a month, times two, times two, times two, times two. You lost all of that money, but instead of just paying, I'm going to just pay him the $1,000, I'm going to just pay him the $2,000, I'm going to pay him the $500, and now 
you lost like really people don't think about how much does it cost you not to do it mm. for real for real the big one come on now come on now <laughs> we love it we love that one yeah. I love it I love it now one thing that you were talking about when you were breaking down funding you said something key I, I hope it didn't fly over people's heads you was talking about knowing where the banks pull from mm -hmm. could you talk a little bit about why it's important for us especially when we're building out a funding sequence mm -hmm. to know which bureaus the credit uh the, these banks pull from yeah waste your time so I, <laughs> so I messed up my first go around um I just was like seeing that all the stuff online and not not trying to pay the people to do it, trying to do them on. And right. then I was like, all right, I see they keep getting all these multiple cards. Let me go get multiple cards. So what I did was I started getting cards in one bureau. So I, I had to start, every card I was applying for was going to TransUnion, 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 TransUnion. Mm -hmm. And then I, uh, I tried to get my fourth and fifth card, decline, decline, decline. I'm like, man, everybody else is getting 10 cards. Well, why I can't get 10 cards? Right. It was because uh, my inquiries were racking up in one bureau, which caused me to start getting declined. But if I would have set myself up to be able to get an approval in Experion, then a one in Equifax, then a one in TransUnion, now I got three different approvals, but I only got one inquiry in each mm. bureau. So now I can maximize the amount we get access to because now I can strategically go get more cards mm -hmm. with less inquiries in each bureau over time. So I can get nine credit cards now with nine different approvals, but now in each bureau is only three inquiries. Mm. That's crazy. Yo, Smitty, yeah. hold on. I, I, I want you to turn it up on them, bro. Like, let's, like, let's really... See, he don't be... Like, he trying to hold it Yeah, up. like, bro, because you give us some crazy game, but... I want you to give them some quick game on like a quick little sequence. Like even if it's three banks that they can hit, what credit bureau go. and how they go run it, bro. Cause like I want them to go. move right now. Let's go. Uh, American Express. <laughs> American Express, we can go to Experion. We can get actually we can get four to six American Express credit cards in our business name with American Express with Experion. Crazy. Then we can go to TransUnion. TransUnion will allow you to get with one with Navy. Navy pool TransUnion. Equal fact. I like DCU. Uh the city bank cards. They like Equifax, uh, Experion, we like either uh, FNBO or Discover, we like those. Uh, uh, a lot of different banks that we set up can be different. As long as they're in different bureaus, right, after you apply strategically, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, even though I can I can name them, but as long as you're in different bureaus, got this one in this Equifax, got this one in Experion, this one in TransUnion. If you one by one, go to each one. I like to do it like that. One, two, three. And then my second round going to be one, two, three. If you layer it like that, you're going to be good. Come on So now. you just gave him what, six banks? Yeah. So what's that? I gave him you, six. Let's say you get 10 off of each one. Yeah. Come on, man. I gave him six before that. Y'all think y'all might have missed it. <laughs> Whoa. So you got to pass 120 yeah. off the yeah. dead one pot. Like, that's on, that's on the lower side because you, you could be getting 20s and 30s and 40s. I just the was way saying playing it safe and oh, safe. Okay, too. okay. Right, yeah. So that's okay, 120,000 yeah. off, off the watch. Pot. What? Come on now. 20 minutes into the podcast. Come on now. And listen. And that just covers the fun side of the fund your freedom. But we're here to talk about how to fund your freedom, right? So that, that, that covers funding. Yeah. Let's talk about the freedom side because freedom Ooh. is found mm. in assets. Am I right? Yeah. It's a fact. You know. It's and, uh, it's a fact. Yeah, yeah. That's you know. Fine. And uh, we, we, we got to, I, I think if I said real estate investors, I, I would be an understatement. We got to real estate heavy hitters Ooh. in here. And I, I, I want to I want y'all to give all the game because Smitty just went crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing this, I'm like, all right, cool. I know how to build out my personal credit report. Check. I know how to build relationships with the banks. I know how to structure my business. I got this bag, right? Now I need to find cash flowing assets to invest it in. Let me go to Boom, right? Let me go ahead and get into this residential real estate move. game. Yeah, let me go ahead and <laughs> go to move. the best of the best. Boom, talk to me, right? If, I'm, if I got this bag that Smitty just told me how to get, I'm not just looking to buy properties. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to get deals. Mm -hmm. 
Talk to me about how I could put myself in the best position possible to find the best deals possible as a new investor. Go. So a couple of different things. One, that's why I like this so much because a lot of people talking funding, but they don't tell you what to do. Mm. Yo, you just got 100000 in funding. Yo, what do I do? I mean, that's your problem. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of the funding people say. That's your problem. I got That ain't got nothing to do with me. My job was to get you the funding. Right. But a lot of people that's talking real estate, like, like yo, I, wanna, I got this crazy deal, but I don't got no money to buy it. That's your problem. Or I'm going to go to the next person. So we putting together where we, it's a one-stop shop. We doing A to Y. As long as you got to do Z and it's a wrap. So what I would say is to find, so there's a couple of different ways. One, the easiest way. So right now, as everybody knows, the interest rates is high. Right. Interest rates are high. So when interest rates are high, properties do what on the market a little bit longer? They sit yeah. a little bit longer because a lot of people aren't buying. People don't buy as much when interest rates are high because, dang, my, my numbers, my mortgage going to be a little bit higher. Right. So which leads to, like I said, houses sitting on the market a little bit longer. When they're sitting in the market a little bit longer, the prices drop. So now is your time to go ahead and shoot offers in on those same houses. So, like, for example, I got a couple houses on the market. One, I just dropped the price a little bit. But the difference with me, which you're about to get into, is I get property so cheap that even if I drop ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000, i am still making a bag. Mm -hmm. We just was talking about the one house I put I put on the market, and I dropped the price by 20000 but the net profit is still one hundred and fifty. So it really don't even matter. I went from 165 to 150 because we getting property so cheap. And as far as what a new investor can do right now, you can go to Zillow, Redfin, Realtor.com, and you can just put in the filters tab, put 60 days or 90 days or more that has been days on the market. So a lot of, especially if you want not, don't do this on shelves. I mean, like raw, gutted out properties. Do this properties on turnkey properties because nine times out of 10, their homeowner has a mortgage on there. Mm. The tenant probably just moved out, left it a little bit dirty, right? I just kicked one of my tenants out, so now my property a little bit dirty. But all I had, all we had to do was repaint, so we good to go. But you go up to somebody that tried to get in this game, they don't know what they're doing. That paint probably just killing. They like, look, I just want to get rid of this house because now they got an eight hundred dollar mortgage, a thousand dollar month mortgage, seven hundred dollar month mortgage. So now it's been sitting on the market for three months, seven, fourteen, twenty, twenty one hundred dollars in. And a lot of homeowners don't even have $1,000 to their name, even mm -hmm. the investors. So now they're going up against like, you know, this next month, I can't afford this. Let me just drop the price a little bit just so I can get rid of it. Or you come through, I'm a, you wanted 100 for it, I'm going to just shoot you 70. Mm -hmm. So what I say personally do is on all them houses that you see, that's 60 days or more in the market, 60, 90 days, just shoot them a low ball offer. So when you go on Realtor.com, Zillow and all those websites, the real estate agent phone number is right there. So now what you go ahead and do is you get type in your zip code, type in that uh, days on the market search. You got 10, 15, 20 properties right there. Call every single one of those realtors and just shoot them a lowball offer. Say this exact line. Hey, I'm actually a real estate investor. I actually invest not too far from where that house is. I know that block. I know that neighborhood like the back of my hand. I want to go ahead and send a verbal offer right now. And if this is something we can put together, then we can move to the formal side. But I want to see if something we can put together. That way you can speed this up without having to type of a contract or find a realtor every single deal. Mm -hmm. So they want 100, shoot them 70. I would just go in 30% or whatever under whatever they listed for. Because now you can hit that whole list that same day. Mm -hmm. If you hit 10, 15 properties, you're going to get at least one of them, for sure, for sure. Right. But here's the other heck. If their home, so I used to be a real estate agent when I first got started. Mm -hmm. As an investor, they tell us what their bottom dollar is. So like, yo, listen, I'm letting you know right now, somebody come anything under 90, Hang up the phone. So you know what their, you have to know what their bottom dollar is. So if you shoot a low ball, let's say somebody's selling for 100, I shoot them 70. 
And that realtor say, uh, let me give him a call and see what he say. I already know that they're willing to take less because you talked to another real estate agent that worked for me. And I know, yo, don't call me. Don't even call me if it's somebody under 90. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, nah, it's not going to work. Like, sorry, but, you know, you got to come up. I'm not even going to call him to disrespect him like that. But if they say any type of, uh, let, me, let me call you back. Uh, you think you can come up a little bit? I know I got him. So that's somebody that you could put on a side list. Oh, this is a person I can follow up on because I know they're willing to take less. So now a lot of my mentees, they're getting a lot of these on-market properties for dirt cheap. One of my uh, mentees just was well, now three weeks ago. He got a property on the market for eighty some thousand dollars. He got for fifty eight. Crazy on the market. Crazy because they just like, yo, listen, I gotta get tenant just moved out. The floor is a little bit rough and the paint was a little bit rough. So which is is nothing. He's literally about to rehab the whole house, make it look beautiful for thirty grand. He really only need like twenty five. So that extra five that's a whole nother conversation. Come on but, now, cool. yeah. So now he can go mm-hmm. ahead and get a property super cheap. And now, this is why a lot of people worry about interest rates. Interest rates are affecting things, but when you get houses cheap, it doesn't matter because now the numbers are so low that where it still works out. So, um, and another way you guys can find properties, which is more a little bit more advanced, right? And this is another second thing, right? When you go in and call in a realtor, you don't have a realtor yet. This is how you double down on it. You go ahead and tell them, I don't have a real estate agent. You could be my agent too. Mm. Because a lot of houses aren't selling as fast anymore, Realtors aren't making any money. Mm. When realtors work both sides, they get paid two times. So now if I'm calling you and I say, look, listen, I know I'm lowballing this number, but I want you to be my realtor. Make sure I get this damn house. So now they're like, all right, look, dang. I had this house on the market for three months. So what you do as a real estate agent, you do, you take your commission, you divide it up by how many months. That's how many. That's how much money you're making per month. So if you got a house that's selling for $100,000, you divide that. That's 3%. That's $3,000. You divide that by three months, that means you're making $1,000 a month. That's before the brokers take their 30%, 40%, 50%, not to mention if you're on a team. So literally, you're paying and paid $500 a month. So at this point, you got to just get rid of it so you can at least get some type of food money. Right. Because you got to pay for your um, your MLS access. You got to pay for your agent dues. You're literally just make that one deal might just pay your fees. Right. So at this point, I got to do something. So when you say, hey, look, listen. You work with me, so now instead of getting paid three percent, they getting paid six percent. So now they thought they was gonna get three grand, now they about to get six grand. So now it was like, okay, look, listen, I'll work with you. Let's see if we can make something happen. I literally bought I bought all my properties. We own just under eight million dollars worth of real estate. Mm-hmm. I bought all my properties off market directly with the seller, and which I'm about to get into, but I bought one house on the market. I literally did that same method. So everything we talk about is wisdom, not theory, where we actually did this and tried this. Mm-hmm. I called the real estate agent and I said, look, bro, I'm trying to buy this house. You could be my agent. I don't care what you got to do, but I need to get this. They were selling for two something, 210, I think. I put an offer for 165. No, I put in an offer for 155. Mm-hmm. He said, look, if you can come up to 160, 161, I'll make sure you get this. Come the closing day, find out here. Yeah, it was other people that was offering the house for 170, 180, 185. Mm-hmm. He went and made sure I got the property because he was getting paid twice by working with me. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Granted, he had a little argument with the seller, but that has nothing to do with me. I was able to get a deal mm-hmm. $40,000 cheaper because I said you working with me. So now you times 160 times 6%. That's how much he got at closing. Mm-hmm. So now I was able to get a property cheaper. And now I got that house for 160. I put $200,000 into it. Now the building's worth 700 grand. It's a commercial mix. That's his lane, but it's commercial building. Yeah. So now that's some of the things that you guys can do. 
And as far as buying a property off market, which is what we really specialize in, you can utilize this website called PropStream. Say it again. PropStream. Okay. So on PropStream, is like a real estate search engine. So you type in your zip code. When you, zip, when you type the zip code in, you can hit the filters button. You can say free and clear houses, tired landlords, um, vacant properties, uh, pretty much anything, divorce, people come out of divorce. Pretty in, pretty much any type of search you can, and that a full list just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So if I type in one of the areas I invest in is 19132. So mm-hmm. if anybody got something, you can send it to me. 19132. <laughs> now when you go ahead and do that, you might have 20,000 houses come up. But when you hit the filters, what I like to call trim the fat, you bring it down to maybe 5,000. So now you can blast the whole 5,000, but it's specifically what you want. So what we like to do is we like to build, figure out what problems. As a homeowner, you're in a motivated homeowner. You're motivated for something. I'm tired of paying this mortgage every single month. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of dealing with these tenants. So now I'm going after tired landlords. Look, or I may be out of town. I got this vacant property that's sitting us a show. And now homeowners are getting all these fines, fees, because especially in Philadelphia, they'll fine you for any little thing. You got the trash, the grass, getting high, all these different types of things. So now I'm calling. This is what we used to kill them at. We'll go after the um, homeowners that's out of state. Hey, look, listen, you got this house over here. It's Dang. built it's all this grass, it's all these fines. Look, you don't even dig it. This thing is about to fall down in the back. The bricks is falling out. Look, listen, let me just get this off your hands. Also, on top of that, we go in neighborhoods that's fast growth, like that zip code I said. So now they don't even realize that that neighborhood is blowing up even more. But they all the way in California. They all the way in San Diego. They all the way somewhere over there. So now this is, this is actually a deal we did. The house really should have sold for like 30 grand. It was like, look, listen, just give us $10,000. You just have it. Mm-hmm. So now you coming off a of property. Like, it's so much. Like, we've Yo, been here for four days. Gave a whole master class. Yeah, so Derek yeah. Boone. He's it's not so new much. to this. He's trusted this. This is facts. Like, Goodness great. I'm sweating. Let me sit up. I'm sweating. a lot more stuff. Let's, lot let's, more let's, stuff. let's, let's, listen. Fun your freedom. I'm yeah, trying to get to yeah. the freedom. Let's go. I got, I, I want to add something to what you said. No, I want you. To, I want you. To, no, not even crack. me. I want you to build on it, right? Because he right. went crazy, but he could go even crazier. Let's right? go. Let's do it. And I want to make this very simple as possible because mm. again, we hold ourselves back yeah. because we may hear what he said. He broke down so many plays, but then you might get caught up getting analysis paralysis. Like, damn, it's just too Fact. much. I'm stuck, right? Prop stream. What's that website? Zillow. I gotta make offers. Cool. So somebody that comes in, get their LLC that first day. Yep. Get with Smitty, right? Go get $25,000 on one credit card. Let's say you don't even go run the full sequence. You go run just one bank, mm-hmm. $25,000. I want you to break down how somebody that got $25,000 go run the land play, which is a Damn. cheaper play, a now. more simple move, and then you even break and build up and go Damn. crazy. So I wasn't even really going to talk about this. This is something I, for the people in the challenge. So yeah, I'm going to give y'all, Come so on. what we're going to do in here, I'm going to give y'all the how you can make. 10, 20, 30,000 hours off the move, then we'll get into the 100. Let's do it. Challenge. Let's go. So what we want to go ahead and do is, let's say you get approved for 10, 20, 30,000 hours. Shoot, he gets you up to 100. Mm-hmm. But what we go ahead and do is we'll find vacant land. On that same website, PropStream, right? And what we when you go ahead through that search, let's type in your zip codes. We'll go ahead and hit the, on the scroll down box, hit vacant land, right? When we hit vacant land, now all the properties that, all the, Empty lots, either something got tore down or it been a lot from the beginning, it's sitting there, right? The thing I'm break down about the land is a lot, you have to be a developer to know what you're doing. Talk to me. As far as build on it, but you don't have to be a developer to be able to buy it. Mm. So a lot of homeowners, they have this property that got tore down and it's just grass there, or they just have a lot that they just own that's been land since the beginning of the time. You have to really excavate, you got to really build. 
you got to go ahead and do foundation. That's not no newbie type of stuff. Mm. So whereas though people know that, they're like, I don't want to get into this game. I'd rather just sell it as is. So you got an advantage because not everybody is in is an expert or even have any type of knowledge on that. So they're like, look, listen, I'll sell it because I can't do nothing with it. Right. So now you can go ahead and pick up. I really, I really be honest, and we do so much types of marketing through our cold callers, through our VAs. We get nothing but lots. Like, we get a lot of houses, too, but the lots is easy. We, hey, you want to sell it? Hell yeah, I want to sell it. It's just sitting there. It's actually getting so much trash on the lot that I'm getting fines from the city. I need to get rid of it. Also, on top of that, in Philadelphia, when someone tears down, when the city tears down your house because it's messed up, they're going to fine you $20,000, $25,000. The price ranges. Mm. So now they got a lot that has a lien on it for $20,000. But here's the thing, right? When you guys are buying lots, what I recommend doing is look at the zoning. So when you, this is this is really some Come next level stuff. Let's go. Let's when do you it. look at the zoning, you have different classifications of what can be built on that lot. So a single family zoning in Philadelphia called RSA 5 means you could build a three bedroom, four bedroom house, one single house. Mm -hmm. But when it says RM, residential multifamily, and it's different for every single city, that means you could build, based on the size, you can build a duplex, a triplex a four-unit, a five-unit, and then you got commercial, which means I could build a commercial building, a storefront, things like that. So don't worry about what about building. Get that out your head. Don't think about or worry about the building aspect. Think about, okay, if I got a lot and this guy thinks it's worth, thinks it's a single-family lot, mm -hmm. but I go to the city website or on PropStream, it tells you, when you hit the zoning button, it tells you right there what the zoning is. Mm -hmm. If the zoning says RM or whatever in your city it is, multifamily, that lot may be worth triple or quadruple what they're selling it for. Mm. So they, they got a $20,000 lien on the property, right? And they like, look, listen, you just pay off the lien and give me a couple thousand dollars, maybe $5,000. Now you're about to buy this lot for $25,000, but the lot may be worth eighty. I got this property off this guy for $10,000. This lot off this guy for $10,000. That's one. That's one. It's worth ninety. I got another one off of somebody. They tore down the building for $25,000. I just took over that lien. That's that's probably too much. For no, 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 no. It's, it's not too much. It's not too much. Keep going. So keep going. When you, so when, when a property has a lien on it, you can go ahead and assume the lien. So you don't even have to drop the whole $25,000 right there. You could just assume the debt. And now you can get on a monthly payment plan with the city. So now you don't even have to drop the whole $25,000. You just had the lien on that, on that land because they just tore down the building. And you just paid them. I'm going to give you a couple thousand dollars. I'm going to take on the lien mm -hmm. right then and there. Especially if you're buying it cash, you're getting a loan, you got to pay off the lien because the lender's not going to have that lien on that land. But now you can use, let's say he gets a get you approved for $10,000, $15,000. I'm going to just take five. I'm going to give you five. I'm going to take on the debt. But your structure in a way, look, look, Marv, bro, I'm really paying 30 for this. I'm like, I know I'm only giving you five, but I'm taking on $25,000 worth of debt, you know, and then I got to pay a couple of little fees. I got to do this, trade loan. Now they're like, okay, dang, you're right. Okay, I sell it to you for thirty, but what I'm really doing is I'm really giving you five, and I'm assuming a twenty-five thousand mm. dollars. But now what I can go ahead and do, which is all off a five thousand dollar credit card, I can go ahead and talk to someone like me, someone like Mogul, and we can go ahead and sell it to a developer that we actually know what we're doing, we actually building. Shoot, I, I I can build a triplex on that. Look, I'll give you sixty right now. So now you just sold the building for sixty. You minus the five you put out, minus the twenty five that you went ahead and had to assume, and now that difference of that thirty thousand dollars is gonna go net to you. But you didn't do anything 
Literally, you didn't do anything but just bought the land and assumed the debt. Mm. Nothing. So now you just flip the land without... Sometimes you... I, I bought lots I never even seen before. Yeah, and money. then on top of that, right, <laughs> another thing you can do if you want to really want to take it to the next, next level, you just go ahead and go to uh, real estate Facebook groups or just Google architects and an architect may charge you $10,000. You still got room left on the card. Pay the architect ten thousand dollars, and they'll get it zoned up for highest and best use. Mm. So that that sixty thousand dollar lot is now worth eighty, maybe Ooh. even more, because the architect went and structured it where somebody like me or you can go in, and all we got to do is start digging in the ground the next day, because now it's something called shovel ready. So now you took a twenty five thousand dollar move, which you literally just assumed the debt, ten thousand dollars, fifteen thousand off the car, five for the land, and then ten for the actual paperwork. And now you just made a lot worth a hundred thousand dollars. When I tell you, me and other people in Philly doing this stuff all day long, we not even doing anything to the land. We not even going there. We just getting the paperwork. And now, yo, Mo, I got the stuff. You can start tomorrow. Just give me a hundred for it. Mm. Now, for somebody like him that's busy, I take that because you took away three months worth of work from me. I could start tomorrow. Mm. And that's how you go ahead and really put the whole thing together. Are you trying to buy a car, but finding yourself having to jump through hoops just to get approved for an auto loan with a good interest rate? Takeoff Financial can help you restore your personal credit so that your next big purchase doesn't turn into a big headache over what should be a simple process. So click the link above or below this video so that you can schedule a free consultation and see how we can simplify your finances and your life. Yo, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like your freedom. You know, yeah. Just go to the day. Oh, my goodness. Find Look, man. Listen, yeah. man. We getting to it and we getting through it. Look, that was ridiculous. Can we, uh, can we keep going? I want to make sure it's okay with you. Can you we keep going? It, bro. I, I just want I just want, I want to make sure it's okay with you because you, you said a lot, right? Yeah. I want to like talk about more days worth of stuff. Come on now. I want, I, want to, I want to go a little bit further in this residential game because I, I hear a lot of people talk about residential. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is this is the Marvin Francois show. We only bring on the best of the best. So I had to bring y'all on here. Appreciate it. Let's talk about another aspect of residential. If you could break this down for me, I, let's talk. Let's talk title. Is that all right with you? Can we talk yeah, title? Yeah, yeah. Title is such an important part of the process. I feel like I don't hear enough because everybody talk about buy, you know, uh, renovate, refinance, mm -hmm. whoop de whoop. I don't hear nobody talk about title, yeah. right? And it's That's such a, it's a, it's a crucial, day. crucial part of the process that you know, you know, you, I'm sure you're familiar with. But walk us through it. Well, first off, for those who don't know, what is title, and why is it so important to the real estate investing process? I'm gonna make it super simple. So somebody says they want to sell a house, right? And let's say John says he wants to sell a house. And you like, bet, John said you want to sell this house for $10,000. I got $10,000. Smitty got me ten grand on the car. I'm going to just buy it. Mm -hmm. You go through the process, and what you do is you send over that contract saying that you're buying a property for $10,000 to a title company. All a title company is is a is an institution, a company, however you want to break it down, that's going to literally do all the background search on that property and that homeowner. Why it's so important for two reasons. One, come to find out that isn't John's property. Mm. So now John is just spinning you, finessing you, crafty, and say <laughs> that you're going to, he's selling a property for $10,000, thinking y'all just going to go downtown mm. and then just give him 10 grand. He's going to just hand you over the deed, kind of find out you never really, he never really owned the house. So now you gave somebody $10,000 for something they don't own, which means what? You don't own it either. Because mm. that wasn't a person to sign off. Because someone like me can come back like, yo, and sue you. Yo, that's not your house. Deed, that's not. The person that signed off isn't the real person. And that's called deed for a lot of people is doing that type of stuff. Crazy. So title is going to protect you from that because mm -hmm. they're going to put title insurance. So if anything, what title insurance is, is 
basically they're covering you for anything, any liens, any judgments, any um, deed fraud from that point on on back. So if I buy this property on July 1st, 2023, from that day on back, they covered and they're showing everything. Mm. So that's the first part. But the second piece is title is important because especially if you're doing a lot of off-market deals, what happens is you get so excited, and this happens to everybody. We all been here before. You find a property that you want to go ahead and buy, and you think you're about to close, and it kind of find out they got $50,000 in back bills, back taxes. <laughs> crazy. All these different fees. Title insurance is going to show that because now, like I told you guys earlier, assume the debt. That's the debt you know about. What happens you buy a property and you assume stuff that you don't know about? Mm-hmm. $25,000, $50,000. It's water bills, back taxes, liens. Where it gets real sticky is you might buy a property that has $100,000 in back liens, but the property only worth thirty. So you in a whole 70 grand, well, more than that, but now you negative 70 yeah. off of something. And now you can't even sell it to get your money back. Crazy. So that's why a title is really the most important thing because even if you find a good deal, if the back bill is so crazy, it literally washes all that away. So that's why you guys, I don't care if it's your aunt, I don't care if it's your grandma, I don't care if it's like whoever, you got to make sure you go ahead and, and send the contract over the title and get title insurance, a title search. Also on top of that, it's it's a lot. It really gets deep, but it's really to protect you to make sure that you're not buying something that has back bills on it. Because if you close on that property, especially if you close on it cash, you're taking on all that debt. And now you're going to be in it. I've seen people where they like, yo, I just bought this property. I owe $50,000 on it, but ain't nobody trying to give you more than twenty for it. So mm. now you, your first deal, you lost thirty grand. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. Okay. All right. So I, I know what title is now. You're giving a lot of value. I know what title mm-hmm. is now, right? Another aspect of real estate, once again, I'm, I'm I'm watching a lot of different investors talk about the residential game. I don't hear enough people talking about probably one of the most important parts is, you know, once we get a property or land, whatever it may be, finding contractors. Yeah. What does that process look like? How can we go about making sure? Because I, I heard some people didn't got flexed and finagled and swindled. A right? lot of people. They didn't. A lot of people. people that done done, done paid contractors 50, whatever crazy amount, and getting fake bathrooms and fake kitchens the galore. How can I go about yeah. making sure? Right, Smitty got me the bag. I'm looking to invest in real estate. I got a show, whatever it may be. Or even if I got a turnkey, I need to get this thing cleaned up. How can I go about finding the right contractors for my property? So three things. One, a lot of the, the money he's getting you is 0% interest for 12 months, 18 months. The highest I've seen was 24, is like 19, 21 months. Mm-hmm. 0% interest. So all them plays that I ran earlier are all a couple month moves. Mm-hmm. Some of them may be a one month move. Mm. So now you're literally getting free money to flip money. So that's first thing I want to make that clear. The second thing is I advise people right now, 2023, do not buy shell houses right now. Say it again. Unless you are fully, fully well-known, well-educated, got all the tools, got all the contracts, everything you need because with these, this is all we do. We tear them down, rebuild them back up. I'm talking about everything gutted. The crib y'all was at, I got to show y'all the picture, like my phone over there. We literally took everything out but the front wall, and we actually had to restructure the front wall. Mm-hmm. So that stuff is a lot of construction, $100,000, $200,000. That's a lot of money being moved through account, moved through your hands. Mm-hmm. If you never even seen more than $15,000 up until Smitty got you a bag, I don't advise start playing with that because if you mess that money up, you only got one shot with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to scare somebody, but I'm just trying to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I advise going with the smaller product, like I've been telling my mentees recently, where you might be spending $20,000. We just doing paint, we doing floors, and we doing a bathroom. Mm-hmm. 
You can't, even if you, even if worst case scenario, you messed it up, you could get another card for another $20,000. You can go ahead and work and get another 20, but another 200,000, that's not something that you're just going to just blink and you have sitting in your hand just like that. Gotcha. So I advise, you know, get into the smaller projects. But if you do decide to get into somewhere up there or close enough, the biggest thing is don't pay your contract all up front. Okay. They want $20,000 to do the job. Where they said they want $5,000 to do the job. Don't give him all that money or her all that money up front. And I say her because my sheetrock people are women. Gotcha. Believe it or not. But what I always advise, pay them in thirds. So, hey, look, listen. If they want $3,000 to do a job, I'm going to give you 1000 now. I'm going to give you 1000 once the job starts rolling. And then I'm going to give you 1000 when it's done or when an inspector approves the whole job. Mm-hmm. Because now what happens is there's a couple different things with this. One... The thousand dollars that you pay is literally just about a material. So mm-hmm. now they you see what is you bought. Mm-hmm. You see what you bought. And now the other thousand dollars comes in once they do some of the work. So now they got some of the stuff rolling already. So now if they try to run off, they lost out because mm-hmm. they undid about two thousand, maybe fifteen hundred dollars worth of work. They're gonna lose five hundred dollars they lease. So now they have to stay in order to get their bag. Mm. You see what I mean? So always pay them in thirds. Don't do the 50-50 thing. I do 50-50 with only probably one person because I because the amount of stuff that they're buying and the type of length of the job, it makes sense. But I mean, like, they had to earn that from me. Gotcha. Like, they had to take an L and not give 50% the first go around in order to earn that from me. But don't give people 50%. I see so many people get burnt. They run off. They never come back. And I'm telling you, people get lazy when their money get in. I'm going to come around tomorrow. I'm going to come around. When you owe somebody money, yeah. they come yeah. in at 8 in the morning. Yo, I'm out here on my side. Where the, what's the lockbox code? Can I come in? I'm ready to paint. I'm ready to stuck. I'm ready to do when they, when they, But when as soon as you pay them too much money, yo, it's 830. I don't see you. Oh, I had to pick up my door. I didn't pick my... Come on, bro. Right. So one of the ways you can find contractors... It's, three, it's really three main ways you can find contractors. Referral. I'm going to call you, yo, who's your sheetrock guy? Yo, who's your roofer? And now I know it's solid because you're telling me that, yo, they did work for me and it's stamped. The second way is, believe it or not, is Instagram. Okay. I find a lot of, I found my stucco guy that do uh, does all my stucco, does a great job. I find him on Instagram. He literally, and the crazy thing is, he's, um, I don't think he's Mexican, maybe Ecuadorian, but got the best content I've ever seen. He literally make the reels and everything. So I gave him a shot. Um, because I looked at his page, he had all his work listed on his page and it just wasn't pictures. It was video. Mm -hmm. So now you can't, the picture, you can edit it. You can still edit a video, but he's literally going up and close up on the wall. So I'm seeing like, all right, I'm gonna give him the shot. So, and I used him for about probably like 11 houses. Like I used him for a lot of houses. Mm -hmm. So, um, within that time frame, he stamped, I got him from Instagram, a couple other people too. And then the last but not least, which I got a few guys off of this. Go to a neighborhood where a lot of development is going on and just pull up on them and just say, hey, look, listen, I like how you paint the outside of this house. Do you have a card? Or you see them carrying sheetrock or something inside of the house. Just get out the car. Yo, listen, you do, you know, you do work X, Y, and Z. And a lot of things, a lot of these investors, right, it's really only a handful of investors really getting busy. Mm-hmm. A lot of these investors doing one house. Mm-hmm. So which means the contractor is only going to have enough money for that one crib. So they're looking for their next work already so they're probably nine times out of ten they're going to stop what they're doing give you their car or say hey come and check my stuff out because 
they got to go ahead and start working on the next bag. Plus, because a lot of these contracts aren't marketed. So while they're doing this, no other marketing is going out. So they're looking at this. I got a chance to line up my next job because a lot of contracts, once they've done their first job, mm-hmm. they don't have enough. They, they in dead zone until they find another piece of work, mm-hmm. staying in front of Home Depot, whatever they're doing. So now's a chance for them. They pick up a job. And work at the same time, so that's one. That's the last way you can do it. Game on top of game, yeah. on top of game, on your freedom. On Listen, <laughs> wow. watch this, right? That's like ten percent. Watch this. Smitty gave us the blueprint on how to get funding. Boone gave us the blueprint on how to get in residential. Mm. I ain't gonna say no names, but there's somebody else on this episode that has said, and I quote: mm. "Residential real estate is cool." But commercial is where the big boys play. Big That's dogs. Big dogs. Ramel, can I talk to you real quick? Ooh, talk to me. Is it is all right? Are we cool? We about to start. You know what we do? We, we, you sure? <laughs> I, I want to make sure. It's, you You ready? Uh, listen, you know listen, what man. we do? We, 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 we got the, re- we, like I said, we got the bag now. Facts. I heard Boone give the play. I'm like, all right, residential sounds nice. Residential sounds cool. But if commercial is where the big boys play, I'm ready to rock and I'm ready to roll. That's a fact. Break it down for them. What's the difference between commercial real estate versus residential real estate? Big dogs. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I love residential real estate. I started in residential real estate. I've been in the real estate business nine years. So I started out single families, duplexes, everything that Boone's breaking down. So I never want to shy away from it. We never going to say, even though we go back and forth, right? But <laughs> for somebody starting out, you definitely want to do the residential route because it's a lower barrier to entry. It's mm-hmm. more opportunity. However, what commercial is, from an apartment building standpoint, it's five units up. So if you buy anything from one to four, that's residential. On a commercial, it's five units and up. Also, you have industrial space. So self storage, that's considered industrial, right? Mm-hmm. You also have retail, which could be a barbershop, right? A local clothing store. You have um, recreation, which is going to be a stadium, a golf course, right? These are different places. So I like to, you know, break it down as residential is more so where you live mm-hmm. and commercial is more, more where you do business. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. Okay. And, um, you know... Residential, you get phone calls all throughout the midnight. You know what I'm we saying? We don't get Throughout no phone day. calls, man. Don't let this go. <laughs> yeah. You know, commercial, man, we don't, we don't get no phone calls like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's mostly business owners. We do different things where we might do a triple net lease, right? Mm. Triple net lease is when you you might have a CVS, right? What's you, CVS? Oh, oh, like the actual pharmacy? The actual, my, my back. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's so like... You own, the, you own the actual space, right? It's CVS, mm-hmm. right? But you have a triple net lease where... You lease it out to CVS, but they pay the water. They pay the taxes, right? Oh, my bad. Yeah. They pay the water. They pay the taxes. They do everything, and you just kind of stand back. You don't need to collect that rent. Mm-hmm. So it's hands off. You don't really have to do a lot of that management. So that's the difference. I love it. All right. And I know with you specifically, not only are you in the commercial real estate space, yeah. but you're hands-on in the self-storage facilities, yeah. right? Talk to us a little bit about that. How exactly does a self-storage business work? Yeah, so... Nobody better than that. That's a fact. <laughs> like, um, so talk me, to me. Me, me my, my, my brother, right, we got this slogan is become more effective in less time, right? Mm. So it's like, yo, you went to school to get a job, to work 40 years and then retire, then you get half, that your pension is half what you made. Right. Now you got a couple years to live because, you know what I'm saying, they said after COVID, the average life expectancy is like 71 years old. Mm. So if you work till you 65, you got like six years left, right? right. So for me, it's like, how could I be more effective in less time? How could I, it takes you 30 years to do something, I need to do it in 10. Mm. So the reason why I love self storage is because instead of me having to go buy 10, 20 houses, I can do one move and create multiple streams of income out of one acquisition, and I do that once per year, and I'll be able to get to a goal faster. Mm-hmm. Right, so when you buy a self storage facility, I wanna talk about the financing first, and then we're gonna break down the different streams. Let's go. So 
we have um, SBA 7A loan. So for those of you that don't know about the SBA 7A loan, it's specifically designed for newbie self-storage owners, right? So anybody that have an LLC and you position it the right way, you go get approved when you go buy a self-storage facility, but they only require you to come to the table with 10%. Mm. And I want to break down a live deal right now. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Right now, I have three self-storage facilities under contract to close in the next maybe two weeks. By the time this episode drops, we probably be closed. We're documenting on the grab. You know what I'm saying? We show you on the grab. Um, Coming to the table with 95,000. So it's 85,000 is 10%, but you have the fees associated with it. But 95,000 is what we got to come to the table with, right? Mm -hmm. So now I get with Smitty. Yo, Smitty. Give me some money right now. You know what I'm saying? Take me to Key Bank. Take me to MT. Let's go get some business lines of credit. Mm-hmm. And I like the business lines of credit because I can write a check to the title company. Literally just write the check to the title company, 50000 and then the other 40000 on the other line of credit. Or I could use the credit card, right? And I'm just really figuring out which way I want to do it because we got the, we about to close in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I might go pull the money off the Chase credit card and get the reward points, right? I might do the Bank of America credit card and get the reward points. Dang. I don't know, but we got options, right? Crazy. But... Let's say I pull the money off my Chase credit card as my down payment. When I'm when, once I go buy that facility with the Chase credit card, guess what I'm gonna do now? Talk to me. I'm gonna go call up my insurance agent and I'm gonna go pull the money out of my life insurance policy, my cash value life insurance policy, pay off the credit card. But now I got the points from the credit card just to put back in my pocket. I only used the credit card because I knew I had the money in the policy. I just wanted the free points because I know I'm about to travel and go hit some podcasts and I go catch a flight and I want to mm-hmm. fly for free. Yes, Damn. sir. Cool. But when I borrow the money out of my life insurance policy, it's still growing compound interest. So while the money is in the self-storage, I still have 10% interest of my money just still growing in the life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. So now when I buy that facility, right, these are the things that we actually implementing right now. We're going to be implementing on these three facilities. So the owner, he owned it for like 25 years. No website, no marketing. He just got a waiting list. It's 95% occupied. He just get it rented out just off the waiting list. When somebody move out, he just called his waiting list like, yo, unit is open. But I understand, okay, there's an opportunity where I can market this facility. And now because I'm marketing to more people, I'm going to increase the prices on the people that's sitting there. And if you don't want those prices, get out because mm-hmm. now we marketing. So now I'm going to increase the value of my facility. All right, cool. He used to, the, that owner used to have U-Haul there. He stopped doing U-Haul because he didn't like being in there on a, on a Saturday. He's an older guy. He want to get out of there, be with his family. Right. But for me, I'm young. You know, I'm outside with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we automate the business as well. So now we bring U-Haul onto the facility, and now we automate it where we got the lockbox, and we put the keys. If you want to rent out your, your truck, mm-hmm. you go online to U-Haul, you pay online, and now you go put your code in the keypad, gate opens up, you go get your truck, and now we're running the trucking business out of the facility. We're not even there. And I'm not actually running the facility or run, I'm running the trucking business. U-Haul is doing it. They just give me 30% commission. Crazy. Damn. Crazy. Then I do this, right? Talk to me. I call up the local moving company. I say, listen, mm. I want to send you some more business. I don't want to necessarily be in the moving business. Right? I don't want to have to manage more people. I always say it's not about working harder. It's about working higher. I need mm. to be the CEO. Right? I need to look from above. But guess what? All of my tenants that come to this facility and they need moving services, I'm going to send them to you. And I need another 30%. Mm. It's like, I'm like, yo, listen, I'm like IRS, man. I need 30% of everything. I'm a tax, mm, right? Go. Then I'm going to call up the local vending company and say, okay, I want you to put two vending machines on this facility mm. because we see that as a high school right up the street. It's also an um, elementary school is, is there as well. There's no real grocery stores in the area. The nearest grocery store is a Dollar Journal, which is probably about five, 10 minutes up the street, right? So if somebody's renting out a unit, 
and they need a quick drink, I'd rather them go to this vending machine. Now I got cash flow coming in, but I don't manage the vending machines. I have the local vending machine company come in. They put the snacks in. They put the drinks in. They make sure the product is not expired. Mm -hmm. But how much do I want, though? 30%. 30%. Come on now. Right? I want 30%. So this, again... It's no no knock on residential. No, I like it. He's put me on something. But I, I, I buy self-storage because I can create multiple streams of income out of one acquisition. I just broke down a few. We create eight, nine, ten different streams. We actually partner with Amazon, mm. and now you uh, Amazon drop-off location. So these are the things that we implement just by having the one acquisition, one this one facility. But I'm going to bring this to a point where I want you to keep building on this, right? But Let's go. With commercial real estate, when you evaluate it, it's different from when you evaluate residential. Break that down. So residential is based upon ARV, right? After repair value, sales comp. So if he buy this property, he fix it up, he's going to look at three properties and a half mile radius and see what these properties sold for. In a market like this where property's sitting, because interest rates are so high, you actually lose it a little bit. You can't sell your property for the price that you were selling it for mm-hmm. a couple years ago. So now I'm going to take a hit even if I put extra money in a rehab. Mm-hmm. Well, with Commercial real estate self-storage, the value of my facility is based upon the net operating income. So that's how much revenue I'm able to drive out of the facility, and that adds value to the actual overall business, right? So if I generate an additional $20,000, $30,000 a month by implementing these different streams, now I could generate another $300,000 in value added. So $30,000 in revenue, $300,000 in value. That's the whole entire blueprint. So that's how we're going to take this 800, and I'm going to document the whole process, right? We're going to take this $850,000 facility and turn it to $2.8 million. I like that. You talking, running. You talking like, we, we, like, you talking like the challenge is live right now, like, bro. Yeah, but because yeah. I, like, I, I feel well. the energy because, yo, bro, this just really changed my <laughs> life. Fan them off. Boy, Talk like, to them. Boy, yo, me and my bro, right? Uh, yo, um, Nino, <laughs> like, he was just with us. We did a whole bunch of stuff. We didn't do the give back in Philly and shut down the gas station, filled right. up 50 tanks. We got we got the billboard dropping today. Well, I don't know what episode dropped, what episode dropped, right? We got that dropping. But I say like to say, as he was with us, right? He was like, dang, like, I want to keep moving with y'all, but he gotta go to work. Mm. I'm like, damn, like, how much is your freedom worth? Mm. That's why we put together the Fund Your Freedom Challenge, bro. Like, how much is your freedom worth to you? How much does it cost for you to be able to be with us? And we could go to LA, we could go to Vegas, we could go to Miami, we could, we don't have to think about how much it costs. When you look at a property, we don't say, yo, how much it costs me? It's how much I'm going to make. Come on now. It's a different type of mindset when we approach these things. So again, it's truly about freedom. You get the information, go get the capital. Listen, I want to do this real quick. I want to add to that. Okay. Go crazy. Okay. So he just said, what's your freedom worth? Mm. And you thinking like, dang, I got to go to work so I can't hang around no more. Mm. I can't get more game. I can't get more motivation. Well, I like to say, like, let's break down how much money you really making at your job. So mm. a lot of people might be making, like, let's say, $1,000 every two weeks, $1,500 every $2,000, whatever that number is, right? What And, and some people love their job. So this is not to anybody that, that that wants to really quit their job, but there are some people that I, I need to get the hell up out of here. Yeah. Like, this is, some people have great fun at their job and they're, or they're at a career that they're really passionate about. And some people, like, I literally hate being in there. Yeah. Fact. If you're one of them people that hate being in there, let's look at the math. How much are you really making? So let's say, let's use the math. Let's say you're making $2,000 every two weeks. That's $4,000 a month. All right, so let's break this down, right? $4,000 a month. What do I need to do to replace that? So, for example, if you got a property, right, that's getting rented out for, let's say, $1,500 a month, and then your rent is, your mortgage on that property is $800, that difference is what? 
So now you just divide that into four. How many of those houses do I need? And that's just a single family house. You can literally go ahead and put three and a half percent down mm. and get a property. Like, or I'm going to go ahead and take it up a level. I'm going to get a four unit building. And then now I got thousand dollars coming in from each floor. Now you're getting more and more. Now you might be at $2,000 net. So now you're halfway off of one building. Right. Or you want to take it to the next level, take that one or two houses that you did, take that and sell those buildings, take that profit you made, and then now you got the $95,000 mm. to put down on mm. the storage facility. Mm. Now you might be making five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month. Now you just replace your entire job mm. off of that income. Or a lot of people like doing, um, and I always say you got to own, that way you can scale. Can if you don't own it, you can't scale. Fact. To to an extent, to an extent, but you can't really maximize. So for example, let's say you're doing Airbnb. A lot of people like doing Airbnb, right? I'm, I don't really like it like that, but I done it, and I'm saying it because I done it, yeah. right? So thing about Airbnb is a lot of people go ahead and find apartments and then go ahead and rent out rent out their apartment and then they go ahead and do Airbnb out of it. But the tenant, if the landlord wants two thousand dollars of rent, right, to get something nice, they want two thousand dollars of rent, and then you're renting it out and you're not in like a Miami or popping area like that, you're in a regular city, you're only getting $100 a night, mm -hmm. you're really only running 20, 20 nights a month, maybe you might get 150 maybe slide in a little fees, you might be making $3,000 a month, mm -hmm. $2,800 a month, mm -hmm. $2,700, I'm telling you because I've done it before. Mm -hmm. So now at the end of the month, you make a $700, but if you own that building, now your mortgage is $1,000, so now you went from making $700 and now $1,700 a month. So when it comes down to ownership, you can go ahead and figure out, okay, how can I make extra money by owning this building, which that's $1,700, two of them just replace your job. Mm. So now instead of going to get 10 different Airbnbs to make go ahead and X amount of money to quit your job, now you might only need to get two or three because mm. you own the buildings. Maybe you got a triplex. That's three three Airbnbs in one unit. I literally was renting out my triplex to this girl, and she was putting Airbnb in all three floors. Crazy. She was, mm. I mean, she was killing them. But then I'm charging her X amount of dollars. If she owned the building, she would have made even more money than that. Right. So it's just different things just to add to what he said. Like I I love what you cause yo, how much time you got? Yo, yo, go, 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 go. Because what he's saying is crazy, right? So it's two things I want to break down, right? Make it very simple because again, I know we give it so yeah. much game. Yeah. And you know, some people watching this may feel like it sounds cool, but I can't do it. Right. So ownership is so powerful because yes, you can run an Airbnb business, right? But I have a, a six-unit apartment building, right? Mm. And out of one of the units, we actually did an Airbnb. And I wasn't running it, right? I had wifey running the Airbnb. Mm -hmm. But because the Airbnb is bringing in more revenue than what if I was just to traditionally rent it out, it actually added more value to that apartment building. Mm. So I paid $150,000 for the building, got it for cheap, one of the, one of the strategies, put $100,000 into it, it appraised at four seventy-five. dollars mm. But the appraise was based upon the net revenues, right? Mm. So again... Yeah, you could do these different strategies, but you, we want to teach you how to how to how to own, right? And I want I want the because yeah. I want to make it lamest terms because you got people watching this maybe freaking eighth grade all the way <laughs> right, to fifty right. years old. Yeah. <laughs> the more money the building make, the more it's worth when you have five units or he said net operating income. I don't want that to go over anybody's head. So that means if you getting money from a vending machine, you getting money from a coin laundry, or you just say, look, listen. Let's say you got a building worth three hundred thousand dollars, a five unit building. You change, you tell everybody your rent is going from a thousand dollars to twelve hundred dollars now. That extra two hundred dollars per each unit might take the building from three hundred thousand to three fifty. Just off of you not adding, not repainting, not doing anything like that. Just raising the rent is raising the value. That's that's what he means by that net operating. How much more money the building is bringing in, 
increases the value. That's all you gotta do. Signing up with Takeoff Financial was really the best choice for me. It allowed me to take control of my life. I know that some people may think that that's really dramatic, but it's not. I feel like credit is really important and signing up with them allowed me to understand that. I just wanna say thank you because I think that you guys have definitely allowed me to feel comfortable. You allowed me to feel liberated. You allowed me to feel that it's okay. It's okay not to have great credit, but it's not okay to stay in that situation. So thank you guys for embracing me and allowing me to have a new life. Head over to our website at takeofffinancial.com and let's get your credit score to the moon. That, that's that's what I was about to get into because <laughs> yeah. like... I don't want them terms that Hermosi yeah. always say, man. Make it simple. Make yeah. it there you go. You're right. You're right. Yeah. There you go. Look, listen, man. Smitty gave us the blueprint on funding. Mm. Boone gave us the blueprint on residential. Ramel just gave us the blueprint on, on commercial. If I'm watching this right now, yeah. and I'm like, yo, this, this value is ridiculous, and I'm getting this for free. This, is, this don't even make sense. Oh. You understand? And I'm ready to go to that next level. I'm ready to take that next step. Talk to me about how I could get started, how I could get into the Fun Your Freedom Challenge. So for real, for real, you can go to letsfunyourfreedom.com so the real, the whole thing is right, and this it kind of pisses me off when we're doing this. Talk to me. Because they get access to the full five, it's actually six days, but you'll find out about the six day when, when you sign up. It's a bonus day, but I'm just cats out the bag. Mm -hmm. You get access to six days with us for our, like, think about this. This episode, how long, bro, how long we been on? How, how long is this episode so far, Josh? Uh, hour and 10 minutes. Beautiful. It starts from 7.30 to 9 o'clock every single day. Crazy. So how much info information you got in an hour and 10 minutes? You and got an episode. hour and a half. Yeah. And so that's, let's put it like this. Imagine getting this episode every, for six days straight and it's different information every single day. Crazy. And they also yeah. get to ask questions. And you get to ask questions. You yeah. can't ask yeah. crack on here right now. Now you get the chance to ask questions and to get access to full, this full day. Yo, when we was talking to car, how much y'all took it? 15,000. 15,000. You to get this type of game from him, you gotta pay fifteen thousand dollars. Yo, how much the whole week? Two hundred ninety-seven dollars. Two three hundred dollars. You get a full week of fifteen thousand dollar game. Fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. So fifteen thirty forty-five thousand dollars in one sense. week of game. It don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. But the real reason why we do this, I sleep great at night when people text me. Yo, I just did the play and I got approved. Yo, I just did the play. I just closed on the deal. Yo, I just did this and work. So I sleep yeah. good at night every single night because. Yo, our last challenge, we got so many screenshots because we're also what we do is we put you in a private Facebook group and we put you in a Telegram chat. So we're in the Telegram Telegram chat um, communicating with you guys and you in a Facebook group connecting and building with everybody else because a lot of people go to basketball games to go ahead and watch the players, don't realize that all the real players in the bleachers, you sit in, you sit in first, um, I said first class, you <laughs> sit in um, courtside, like, yo, imagine if you just pay X amount of dollars for a seat the person next to you just paid the same price. You just paid $300 for a seat. The person next to you on the Zoom paid $300 for the seat. So that means y'all like-minded. Now y'all can connect. Yeah, we putting plays together, but now think about all the plays you can put together with the other people in there. Okay. We got people in the last challenge that close on deals together. They got fun opportunities together. Another thing he didn't even get a chance to talk to, if your credit isn't that good, but you have an LLC, you can add somebody else to your operating agreement. And then now you can go ahead and get funded off the operating agreement. Like it's a lot of shit, excuse me, a lot of, it's a lot of stuff we can get into. So now you I'm can go ahead ready. and connect ready, with somebody else that's on the on the um challenge. Yeah. And now I'm gonna get another fifty thousand dollars because bro, we just gonna work together. I trust you, you trust me. And it's an LLC, so it's all legal. It's not like we're doing some back back block stuff. 
So now it's like it's like a lot of stuff that you can get for three hundred dollars, where it's literally robbery. But the fact that it's a week where we can like literally just provide so many, we can get a lot of testimonies, we can get a lot of value, we can help a lot of people out. And we have done things, which I really shouldn't say this, but we've done things where we actually partner with some of the people that are in there. Like the best students, they come in, oh, I got 100000 I got a 150000 Bro, I really don't feel like investing in Chicago, but I want to see what's up with Philly. All right, look, let's partner up together. You send the money, we'll do the whole thing, which that's real, real, real tight. Everybody can't get that type, but that's other opportunities. So you literally paying $300 to get into an endless possibility situation. Crazy. I'll give him a play. He want to sign up. You see, I'm about to pull my phone out right now. Let's go. Wait, talk, talk to him. I'm gonna give him. I'm giving him a way to. They can probably quit their job. One of my methods that I use to make money too. Sheesh. A way to make money off credit too. So I'll teach them. I'll teach them a lot about how to get access to the money. But it's a way to make money off credit as well. So what I do, I'm gonna teach them is uh, how to start their own funded company. So if I can hold teach up, you, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, man. Don't give him. I'm about to break this mic. I'm about to break this mic. Uh, Damn, that's a lot. No, 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 You already broke up. You got to talk about it. No, I'm rocking. Give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. So, a way, my number one strategy to make money, right? People sleep on this, man. If I teach you the exact blueprint or the exact step-by-step plan to go get access of somebody else's LLC, access to $100,000, right? What we do is we charge them 10%. So, if I teach you how to get access to 50000 or 100000 for yourself. That's the first portion. But then if you start being mindful of how you can make money off this, is this person B or C don't know how to go get access to this money, but now you do. So when I teach you that, you can leverage that to now go to your social media on your phone or Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, make, just make a simple post. Do you meet these requirements? I'm going to give you the exact requirements for you to post on your social media or blast out to your phone. All you need is two people, maybe one person, to be honest, to be able to make Anywhere from five to twenty-five thousand dollars. Crazy. So if I could get somebody fifty thousand dollars, I charge ten percent. I make five thousand dollars payout, free and clear to my pocket. If I get you access to a hundred thousand dollars, I make ten thousand dollars, free to my pocket. If I get you access to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars from one client, your payout is twenty-five thousand dollars. Now imagine how long it would take you to make this money working a job or working now. eight hours a day, forty hours a week, making even twenty dollars an hour. You literally can make six months worth of that with one client with, with two days worth of work. I want to add to that too. So, and the thing about it, you just said DCU earlier, right? DCU, How much yeah. can DCU give you? Uh, Depending on you can get a car, 10, 20,000, auto loan. So 40. 10%, 20,000. So y'all can make $2,000 off this call. The only catch is it's another hour worth of backing stuff so you don't get robbed. It means you get somebody $20,000 and they don't actually pay you the money and then you don't get your 10%. So you can go ahead and run the play, but you need to get a challenge to get the contracts, the yeah. paperwork, all right. the other stuff. I'm going to get them my contract. They could just have mine. I just get yeah, it. When it so that's another reason why you need to get on the challenge. So you yeah. could actually run a funding play right now, call your brother or your sister, your cousin, whomever, and say, yo, listen, I've got 20000 from DCU. I'm going to go ahead and do the play with you. Just give me 10% when you get funded. You calling them, yo, you got the twenty, you got the two grand for me? Crickets. Yeah. But now you can work with him, and he can show you how to go ahead and actually put the contract together, put the back and stuff together. So actually the two thousand dollar ten percent fee actually does hit your account. Come on now. Listen, yeah. the fun your freedom challenge. Bro, I feel like we just did the challenge already. Y'all telling me there's <laughs> more than this? This is this is Boone said it's ten percent. There's more? It's, it's, uh, this is yeah. Uh, I'll break this mic right now. <laughs> yo, yo, Smitty. I want one of y'all, I want y'all to pay for everybody ticket right now, bro. Come on, like, like right, like give him a play. I want 
everybody be able to just get it because no, I don't want to make no excuses. Like literally, mm-hmm. this should be the only thing you should be doing. This man, week. if they go to Alliance Credit Union right now, mm-hmm. Alliance, they pull from TransUnion. Yeah, they pull from TransUnion. They'll give you like literally just hit business platinum card at zero percent interest for eighteen months. Mm-hmm. They'll literally give you ten thousand dollars a night. You Crazy. need need all you need is an LLC, an EIN number, and then all you gotta have is. You don't have no relationship. You don't have to have a bank account. You can go right online. I would do it like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. They give you like 10000 right now. That's you and all your cousins, your brothers, your family, all they tickets right now. Then they go ahead and get approved. Everybody get a 20, 20, 20, 30 clip. Now y'all got that $10,000 that you use to get access to the challenge and pay for all your family. All y'all got access to 20000 20000 20000 Now you collectively just put together $200,000 off of one play I just gave you right now. And then he be talking all this uh, legacy <laughs> stuff. Family and then now stuff, y'all can have yeah. a family meeting and buy a commercial building with all that stuff. stuff. So he just get deeper. Yeah, they got, I'll give you one. Uh, I'll no, give, give him another one. Um, uh, last time we was on the last podcast. He's funding somebody say, on the daggone last, thing. Last, come on now. I picked pick somebody in the audience to give them this play. For me, and they got approved for 10000 on the spot. So this yeah. is one of my favorite little secret banks. It's Let's called, do it. It's called NASA. You want to get one of them? You he working? He working? I'm chilling right now. I thought somebody was working. Go ahead, go ahead, go NASA Federal Credit Union. Uh, you also don't need a bank account. You also can just get the pre-approval first. So we like we like to do that with banks as well too. Get the pre-approval first to see if they're going to give you something too that you know streamline your process to make it easier for you. So they'll give you a pre-approval process and they show you the limit that you're pre-approved for before you get approved. So you don't even no hurt to your credit score that we can go on NASA Federal Credit Union and get the pre-approval. Uh, typically they prove you for ten to thirty thousand dollars. Damn, uh, crazy! This bank literally probably funded over a million dollars with me alone. Uh, with all my big classes, I'll be, I'll be getting in the bag. Crazy! Yeah. Listen, damn, this episode. And like then the, you get say no. <laughs> <laughs> this this episode is crazy, man. The the fund your freedom challenge, man. I I I'm literally at a loss for words. I want to start to close this thing out in the best way I know how. Right? Y'all just gave damn near an hour and a half worth of value like this I, I need people to understand there's things that we talked about in this episode that people are charging five to ten thousand dollar fifteen thousand dollar mentorship for am i lying i yeah. gave somebody this game and they charged somebody yeah like, you understand what i'm saying to you so <laughs> that, they, that's smart <laughs> like, like, I, get, no, I gave somebody this game and they charged somebody for it come on bro like this is this is and to get this on a free episode imagine how much more yeah. in this challenge right mm-hmm. for anybody that still has whatever reservations or whatever the case may be i want to close this episode out and it could either be one of y'all or all three of y'all can answer this fill in the blank for me right you should not join the fund your freedom challenge if blank you like to be broke mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to stay in the same position forever mm-hmm. damn come yeah, on now that's, yeah. that's it <laughs> damn what does now for me stands for no Opportunities wasted. You need to start now, bro. You've been you've been doing what you've been doing for however long. Standing in the same position is not working. It's not working for you. Got to do something different. You can't do what you don't know. So if you you understand that concept, the faster you get to the access to the information of what to do, you can do it. But you can't do it if you don't know it. You don't know how. You never got taught it. You never been around it. You never been exposed to it. How you gonna do it? So you got to do it right now. I'm being honest. Right now, I got so in 2015, 2016, I was flat broke. 2017, I got started in real estate and cooked them that first year. That November, December, I went to one of these classes. That was literally the only thing I did right before I got started in real estate. I went to a class. The only difference is it was live. I learned the game. I connected with the mentor there, and I took off. Crazy. Like it's as I. It sounds so like perfect, but that's literally what happened. I'm big on like I. I don't feel like YouTube and everything. Like yo, who is the best that's doing it? Let me connect with them, and that's what I did. Literally November, December, 2016. 
2017, I sold like 18 houses that year. Crazy. It was. It been up ever since. Listen, the Fun Your Freedom Challenge is is it's live and it's up. The link for that is going to be in the description of this video. We're going to make sure everyone gets access to it. I don't know if y'all have any have any closing words before I wrap this thing up or or we sign Yo, up. Um, yeah, do what you got to do. That's just the fact of the matter, man. Just to add to what y'all said, just closing out, man. A lot of people they stuck in the same spot. You know, they they want to be broke, but the truth is they're not mad enough. Right? Mm -hmm. They're not mad about their situations. Like we was so mad about our situations that we had to make a difference. And that's what mad means. We got to make a difference. You got to be able to, yo, listen, on, I'm going to do something different. I'm not playing. Next year, I'm not going to be in the same spot. So if you want 2024 to be different or even the rest of the 2023, let's fund your freedom.com. Let's go. Let's fund your freedom.com. Let's get it. Fund your freedom. Fund your freedom. That's the name of the all right? Fund your freedom. Fund your freedom challenge, but let's fund your freedom. Let's fund your freedom.com. It's yeah. live and up right now. And I want to thank each and every single one of y'all for tapping into this episode. And if you haven't already, what are you doing? Take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here, right now. Just go ahead, slap that like button and show this episode some love. As always, I'm Marv Francois, Smitty the Goat, Ramel Newells, aka Young Mogul, and Derek Boone. Y'all have been good. We've been great. This has been amazing. And as Hold always, up. thank you and God bless. Oh, I'm wait. out. Oh. Peace. Oh, what? Yo, everybody that gets their ticket, screenshot and DM me. I'm going to send you my 100K in credit book. So you're going to get another 30 before the thing start. <laughs> Just DM it to me. DS Boom. D-S-B-O-O-N-A. That, you... Just DM it. Just screenshot it. Screenshot, screenshot it. Screenshot ticket. Just send it over to him. Yeah. And we'll make it happen. Mm. I appreciate y'all, man. Yes, sir. Y'all right, been good. Bye. We've been great. This has been amazing. Appreciate Thank you, Thank you. God bless.